everybody. Welcome to IMO, a Top Fives podcast. I am your host, Quentin, and I am here again with Nate and Matt. And I say this every time, but we have got a killer episode for you guys today, in my opinion. I see what you did there. <laughs> yeah. Well played. So what we did, um, if you remember a few episodes ago, we did our pre-graduation songs, our top five songs, and then we did post-graduation and we had kind of talked about doing, uh, basically, we've been calling it pre-birth. We should just call it oldies, because that's what they are. Pre-90s. Yeah, pre-90s. It's basically 60s, 70s, 80s. I don't know if you guys will have anything from before the 60s, but so that's what we're doing. We're doing, so it's kind of a mixture of, it could be songs that your parents listened to a lot that you liked growing up, or maybe you found them later. I think all of us did it a little bit different, but these are our top five oldies. I was initially hesitant skeptical. on this one. Yeah, skeptical. I think I had to I push realized... hard for it. <laughs> he, he did. He did. I just don't listen to this kind of music that often, but trying to prep this has made me realize like how much I really do like a lot of these songs. And I'll definitely start listening to I'll listen to them a lot more than I have been. Same. I like wasn't super excited about it, but as soon as I started thinking about songs, Natalie and I stayed up like hours listening to them. Like I can't decide which ones I like, and I realized that I like a lot of oldies. So I've been listening to these songs for, but basically since we decided to do this episode, so I've been listening to, the, to these songs a lot, and I had the I didn't think I'd have this problem, but I had the same problem I did with the other ones, but it was worse. Much like I got worse. It, I got it down to 25 songs, and I was like, holy smokes, how could I possibly <laughs> eliminate you know a bunch of songs? So there are some – I didn't really want to have overlapping artists in this one. So for certain artists, I did have to choose one, although realistically, there are some um, bands that should probably have – two songs at least in a, in like the top 10 yeah i i actually went through your spotify oldies playlist and there yeah. are exactly 100 songs there and i just went through and added them to my own playlist i was like oh i love this one i love this one and i got done i was like how do i have 60 songs on here <laughs> oh, holy crap <laughs> so this was a really fun one but also really really hard i actually texted my dad this morning i was like hey i need help like am i missing any bands from my childhood so I ended up doing a top five. Well, my dad ended up doing a top five oldies. And he's he like, really? yeah, th through the whole day today, I've been texting him. It's, <laughs> it's like the longest text that I think I've ever had with my dad. <laughs> but he's like, okay, actually, this is, this is really hard. And I was like, it's okay. You can take three honorable mentions. He's like, oh, okay, good. Three honorable mentions. Whoa, cheating. Hold on. I, yeah, I don't, don't approve if, of that. I don't know if you guys can see this. This whole list is all of his honorable mentions that oh, he sent me. Oh my goodness. Is it like 20 songs? <laughs> There's more 20, than that. 27. He's like, I couldn't choose. These are all just, I'm like, that's cheating. I have to get down to two. Yeah. But so, I, I needed help from my dad on this one. Similar to Quentin, um, to help narrow the list down, I and I focused mainly on songs that I listened to growing up. Maybe with like one exception, but basically the ones that my parents showed me and some others I found other ways when I was younger. Since getting older, I mean, so take for for example, I didn't really listen to ACDC much at all. My my parents didn't listen to that. I got into it later when like Megamind came out. I was going to say Megamind. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but, but Kenzie, when I was talking to her, that was what she grew up on was ACDC and Rolling Stones. And it's just whole different dynamic so while i do love their songs i'm not including them in them in, in my list because i just didn't grow up on it kenzie on some hard rock her yeah. dad's a, a yeah, her dad's a big drummer i can too. totally see jim but i want to see kenzie do some like headbang into these songs <laughs> so here's a funny story with acdc i for the longest time had no idea what what the name meant and being a naive elementary school junior high matt do you know what the name stands for I've actually never thought of it, but now that you mentioned, I'm thinking like electrical currents. So yes, you're correct. Okay. It stands for alternating current, direct current. But 
I heard a rumor somewhere that it stood for Antichrist Devil's Children. <laughs> yes, so I was I, like, oh I'm staying gosh. away from this Satan I've music. I've totally heard that rumor. That's okay, a Utah thank rumor. You. It, I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah. glad that you have heard that too. That is I was absolutely like, is that was that being spread in are? the nineties. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't listen to him because I didn't my parents didn't listen to him and I thought it was like Satan music. <laughs> Their success came from making a deal with the devil. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, oh. they are alternating current and direct current, basically like their music brings electricity, all forms of hype and energy. So that's yeah. pretty cool. I didn't know that. And that's funny. So anti-Christ devil children. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh my gosh. Good times. All right. Well, like I said, I am pretty excited for this one. So we are going to go ahead and jump into it and we'll have lots to talk about while we go through different songs. But Matt, you want to go ahead and kick us off with your number five. I will. Oh. And just before we get into it, I was going to say um, we got some feedback. So thank you very much. And what we decided to do this time is um, we will play the song first. We'll probably talk about it a little bit, maybe say the year, and then we'll play the song. And then we'll say the, the title and artist. Um, that way you guys can listen to it just to see if you know it. So there's that anticipation. And also, I, we decided we are going to play clips from our honorable mentions as well. Thank you, Annie Hull. Yes, I think so. Yeah. Yes, we did. And thank you, Danny, for the other suggestion. So yes. Shout yes. out to Danny and Annie, our valiant listeners. Yes. Okay. So my number five, this is my number five because I listened to it so much as a kid. Do you guys remember before, like iPods before Zunes, the CD players, like Walkman CD players. Okay. Yeah. Did you ever have a CD player? I had a tape Walkman, actually. Holy cow. I had a CD player that I would walk from my house to my neighbor's house listening to A Knight's Tale, lugging around the big CD thing. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I got for Christmas, I think this was the year 2002. So I was maybe 10 years old. I got the new Walkman CD player, and with it came two CDs. I won't say one of them because it's one of my other top fives, but this one um, was a CD by, I'll say the year, and then after I can say the artist. Um, this is the year 1972. It's my only song pre-80s, and I listened to this over and over and over again. So... Here it is. I can see Nate's face over there like, Nate is lost. Is this? What, is, is this the West Virginia song? That's what I'm like trying to see. Oh, get to a same artist. Good job, Nate. It okay. is the same artist. This is Rocky Mountain High by John Denver. John Denver. Is this one that you wanted to put on your list, Q? Oh, for sure. But didn't make it. Did not. Okay. I, man, this brings back so many childhood memories. Every time my young men's uh, groups or my scouting groups went on hikes, we always sang Rocky Mountain High. Um, gosh, what's that other one now? The one, the Nate, one was, Nate mentioned. West Virginia? Take me home. Take me home roads. country roads. Okay. So I sang these all the time growing up. And <laughs> this was one of two CDs I had. So this is literally my whole music album back when I was 10. Wow. So was it like young men's leaders or was it your dad? So yeah, my dad, when I got the Walkman, he gave me two CDs to go with it. to listen Okay. To. So it was. But there was another young men's him. leader in my group, in my ward, who huge john denver fan and he sang this every single camp out and he like even to the um take me home country roads he made up like a utah version for it and i thought he was so legit <laughs> <laughs> so anyway i i love john denver natalie's not a big fan of him but oh he's great he is hey well i'm gonna we're gonna change the uh <laughs> We're going to up things a little bit with this next song. This was one. So this band and the Beatles were two songs that my 
my dad would play Saturday morning while we did chores. Um, also, I was just thinking about this. Are your is your music based off of what your dad listened to or your mom listened to, or both? Because I was just thinking both. about it, and I feel like mainly mine's my dad. My dad. I think my parents listened to mostly similar, but it was my dad who like pushed it on us. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. So this one is uh, here we go. Uh, I'll just let's see the year. What was this? Was 1962. Let's go surfing now. Everybody's learning how. Come on a safari with me. Come on a safari with me. Early in the morning we'll be starting out. Some honeys will be coming along. We're loading up our woody with the boards inside and heading out singing our song. So yeah, Beach Boys. Surf Solid. and Safari. Surf and Safari. I've actually I don't know that song. Obviously I know what? who I know. I know. I know who the Beach Boys are, but as soon as you said this is a song my dad would play, I started thinking to the songs your dad likes. I was like, I bet Beach Boys it could be yeah. Beach Boys. There That's are multiple awesome. Beach Boys songs that are hard to pick from. Oh yeah. That's I mean this is this is a reason why this one was so hard because there's so many different songs by the Beach Boys that are so good. But I grew up with the one the that I remember the same most. stuff, yeah. Lots of Beach Boys growing up. I don't know if I either was young and decided to make a dance to this song or in elementary school we did a dance to it but i'm like picturing me doing some like kind of dance to this song it did you guys have like festivals at the end of the school year dance yeah. festivals yeah where I every grade surf in usa that. what yeah so my, surf my in siblings USA, did, that was ones. i was gonna say and almost did, like, every the whole school, like yeah i got my it, hair spray painted mid dance during surf in usa like <laughs> that's a great song so Fun, fun, fun. Another good one. Yes. They also have a very good Christmas album. Yes, they do, yes, actually. They do. they do, surprisingly. Maybe not surprisingly. I don't know. But... <laughs> <laughs> All right. I am going to go ahead and jump into my number five. My number five from 1984. I've actually got a lot of 70s. Um, oh. So not very many 80s, but this one is from 1984. And I have to say this one was self-discovered. Like I heard it on the radio and just loved it. I My parents never um, like showed it to me or, or anything like that. So this is it. One Night in Bangkok by Murray Head. Such a good song. Uh, okay, you, so you know that one, one Matt? right, Matt? I definitely know. I couldn't remember who it was by, but I I definitely know that song. So this one is really random because I remember at the time when I heard it, I was, I don't know, early teenager, maybe somewhere between 10 and 13 probably. So I just heard it and I loved it. So I went and kind of researched it, tried to find it. Turns out it's from... A musical, like a Broadway musical. What musical? Called you know Chess. It, oh, Chess. You Nate, know you Chess. Love... I've never seen it, but I know you, you love it. No. Ah, okay. okay. I've never seen it, so I I didn't want to like say Chess is great, but so Nate, you've seen it. Chess is great. Okay. Uh, okay. I was it's pretty Nate's sure. Favorite. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Or Newsies. Newsies or Chess. Well, so here, let me just. These are some of the names. So first off, Josh Groban. Terrible actor, but he's in chess. <laughs> he is? Tina, really? Yeah. His You're talking about is... like the, the movie version? Well, so like if, if you go and yeah, like you can buy a, sorry, a movie version. You know how there's like a Hamilton on right, Disney? Right, right. It's basically that, but for chess. Gotcha. So Josh Groban, again, his acting's terrible, but he's on there. Adina Menzel from Wicked is on there. And Frozen. And Frozen, thank you. And Adam Pascal I don't know if that name sounds familiar. I don't know too much about him other than chess, but I guess he's like the guy that quote brings rock into Broadway. Huh. He's, he's Freddie Trumper. He's the guy who's singing right now or less. Super good Broadway, really long, but love it. So yeah, basically again, I've never seen it, but it's like a cold war era chess tournament thing that takes place between an American and a Russian um, during the cold war. Right? Does it take place in Iceland? 
That's totally where the final chess match is for the Cold War. Isn't it Iceland? mentions Iceland in the song. Okay. Obviously, the it takes places. place in Bangkok, man. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So Iceland, the Philippines, and Hastings, those are where the three previous chess tournaments were at. Yeah. So it mentions Iceland. Okay. Yep. And so also cool fact, um, the music was composed and, and made and everything by the two guys from ABBA. So... There's another, I mean, how could this not be good? I'm kind of bummed I've never seen it, but this song, holy smokes, I can listen to this over and over and over. Isn't ABBA a girl? ABBA is two guys and two girls. Holy cow, that shows how much I know about ABBA. Okay, I'm going to have to show you a, like, (laughs) probably my favorite ABBA song is sung by the guys. Okay. The girls do most of the singing, but yeah. Now, I know we've, like, said, we need to watch this movie, get together, but I'm pretty confident that Natalie has the DVD of chess. Like someone in my family has it. So you should definitely get together and watch it. Okay. I never knew Put if it, it was on the like... list of stuff to watch. <laughs> I never knew if it was like rated X or R or anything. I was like, <laughs> I don't want to like say, go watch this play. <laughs> but okay. I'm glad to hear that Nate gives his stamp of approval. But yeah, One Night in Bangkok, classic. Nice. Okay. I'm going to jump into my number four. I don't. I I honestly don't think my parents showed me this. This is. Um, I think one. Maybe I got more into high school, so I don't. I can't really sing like true to everything that my parents. But this is one song that I loved, and I think part of it was because a girl that I liked in high school really liked this guy. <laughs> so I was <laughs> like, always I a love good him reason. Too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but then I like actually really liked his stuff. If she's listening, this is for you. <laughs> and he's going to be like, who is this girl? <laughs> Name and address, please. <laughs> so this song came out in Good old Michael Jackson. I got really worried when I was like, oh, it's Michael Jackson. Wait, a girl from Nate's high school really liked Michael Jackson? <laughs> like, had a crush on Michael Jackson? Just when you met, just like the music. Like the music, like the dancing. Um, I, you guys know the uh, the Just Dance games, right? Yeah. You know yeah. there was a Michael Jackson version of that? Yeah, I yeah. didn't. Oh, super fun. So, yeah, I mean... I really there's a ton of again lots of Michael Jackson songs, but this was the one that I liked the most, and part of it I think was because of the dance too. Nice. Well, my number four is my only like self-discovered song. Um, all of the rest of them are from my basically my dad. Um, this is the only one I discovered by myself, and I I found them out first from BYU football games. So, I mean, if you go to a football game, obviously once before COVID happened, you know, sit in the stands and during the pregame, they play music to kind of like pump the players up. I mean, if you go now, it's a bunch of stuff. I have no idea what it is. Bunch of rap. But back in the day when I went as a little kid, I would hear the same song. It's not this song I'm going to play, but I heard a song by the same artist and I loved it. And so I went home and researched and found out who it was. And over the years, I have just grown to love this song from them. This is from 1987. So the song that was always on at BYU pregame football was uh, the Uno, Dos, Tres, Catorce. I can't yeah. even remember the I can't remember the name what of it right now. What is that song? Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> I'd have yeah. to look it up. But okay. I, I loved U2 from then on, and I found this song. Obviously, I love Beautiful Day, but I don't know why this one. I just oh, that was U so U2. Yeah, I really yeah. only know Vertigo, which is pretty oh. sad. That's the one that I, that's the one singing. I was. Oh, yeah. uno, dos, tres, catorce. 
Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. It's funny because I didn't even have you two on my list because I honestly thought they were past the 90s. And once I discovered, oh. Because they're, they're still going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I was like, oh, boy, I'm putting you two on here. It's like some Duran Duran songs. <laughs> like that yes. come out in the 2000s that are super good. And you're like, <laughs> how are they still together? <laughs> my, that's what my dad says when I'm like, oh, this new song by Duran Duran. He's like, what? What? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, that song that you just played, oh, so chill. It is. What's it called? I still haven't found what I'm looking for. Oh, okay. I was like, (laughs) what are you trying to find? (laughs) Oh, that's the name. Okay. I still haven't found what I'm looking for. Got it. (laughs) Yep. It's, It's a good one. Yep. Very solid. All right. My number four. Um, we've actually already talked about this artist. And we've already played a song by this artist. Uh, this one came out in 1971. Oh, I know who it is. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> I'm so oh. proud of you. <laughs> Thank you. I was <laughs> so proud. I wanted, I didn't want to give it away, but when you played John oh. Denver for your five, I was like, nah! <laughs> and I asked oh. you, I was like, oh, and you don't have John. You're like, nope, I don't have him on my list. <laughs> so yeah, this one, basically there were like four songs that I was kind of choosing between for John Denver. Um, this one for sure takes the cake, not only because like I, my, I grew up because of my dad with John Denver, but the like defining moment so Anna and I used to live in Delaware and we went to a BYU football game out there um against who against West Virginia uh-huh. um and it was a West Virginia home game it was actually played in uh the Redskins stadium but it was their home game yeah um anyway and during one of the timeouts or I think after the third quarter whenever it was they played this song and the entire stadium starts singing and i was like this is awesome and you know when they say west virginia they're just like belting it and everyone's so like happy chills (laughs) i know it was the coolest thing and honestly living in delaware you like we were literally living on country roads and so it was after that that was like our first year that we lived there that we went to that game so after that i was like oh man this song and then I'll have to show you, Matt, because I know you like some country, but there's actually been a country artist sing this song. I don't know if you've heard of that, but um, like a bunch of country artists got together and sang this song. And oh, was... oh, I have. Okay, good. Just making sure. It's like 15 different artists singing yeah. this. And there's like a couple other songs mixed in there, but it's mostly yeah. Take Me Home. So yeah, this song, favorite John Denver song by a long shot and an easy pick for top five. Okay, so now that it's actually up. I, uh, I'll tell you the lyrics my leader made up for us to sing every hike. So almost heaven, Orem, Utah, Cascade Mountains, Provo River, and then basically everything the same. And then it gets to the chorus. And instead of saying country roads, it's always canyon roads because we're always going up and through the canyons. And I was like, my leader is a genius. That's the best. <laughs> That's awesome. So, oh, I'm so happy you have a John Denver song here. Like I said, I was so proud of you that you that you put a John Denver song on too. Good I think stuff. our listeners are going to be happy. Like, wow, people, Quentin and Nate, well, at least Quentin like Matt's picks this time. <laughs> <laughs> yep, Quentin and Matt are on the same page. And I'm just like, yep, uh-huh. John yes, Denver, sure. So far, so good. John Colorado, I love that guy. <laughs> John Colorado. <laughs> same thing, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, I will jump into my, are, are we on our three? Yep. Right? Okay. Yeah. So going back to my roots of what my dad showed me, I'm actually, I'd be, I'm pretty sure you guys would know the band. But so my, my dad showed us Beatles. Well, he showed us a lot, but from what I remember, like Beach Beatles, Boys. Beach Boys, um, Kansas, Boston, and this band. 
Any ideas what it might be? What's the I year? think I do. So the year is going to be 1980. Uh, I have an idea. Tough. I have an idea. Okay. Well, here we go. I muted so, yeah. myself just so I could sing as loud <laughs> yeah. as I could along. Absolutely. That's like my favorite line to sing when he's going really high and really fast. Yeah. That's always the song my soccer team played after winning a game. Like coming home in a car, we always played another one bites the dust. Like, ha, ah, suckers, we beat okay. you. That's pretty cool. I don't think I, I will won say... enough games to do that. <laughs> yeah. I, I like that song a lot, but I am, I will say I'm a little surprised that that one made it in over other Queen songs, but. I mean, any Queen song is good, so Almost I'm not disappointed. Any. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know what it was, but when I was younger and I realized what they meant when they said another one bites the dust, like another one died, I was like, <gasps> this song, I don't know. Awesome. And then I was like, this song is sweet. <laughs> so, yeah, Queen, I, I, you guys saw uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, right? I loved it. Yeah, super good. I want to watch it again, actually, after listening through my oldies playlist. So, so I was thinking I. about this. That movie was a fairly big hit, and I think a big part of it was because of the songs. And I thought of movies like School of Rock. Um, Yesterday. Yesterday, yes. Um, I was thinking today, if someone were to create a movie with all of these old classic rock songs from like the Eagles, Austin journey queen like i feel like the music alone would sell the movie pretty well oh yeah yeah i agree you should you should probably make that movie nate i should pitch it (laughs) yeah and say someone do it for me but i want to cut (laughs) yep yeah okay number three for me so i gotta preface this by saying um my dad is huge into music um, and when I say huge, I mean huge. Like he built a, what is that? A custom cabinet in his living room just to hold his stereo and his record player and his CD player. And he's got like this special CD player that has like 300 different spots for CDs. So he can put all, he has 300 plus albums. Oh, wow. And he just- Does your dad have records? He does have records, yeah. Okay. My dad's got a bunch of records hung up. Pretty cool, actually. It is pretty cool. And he's got like this big book and like, um, it's like a photo book. And in each spot is the album cover with a sticker on it. It's like number one, number two, number three. So my dad can go through and say, oh, I want to listen to the Beatles, their CD number 60. Great. Go flip to number 60 and go. Um, so we listened to a ton of music growing up. And before he got all of that set up, he listened to all the tapes in his car. And we've, did you guys ever have tape players in your cars? Oh yeah. Yeah. Like when you get to the end of a song, you've got to hit like the rewind button, like a VCR and it just takes, you know, a minute to rewind through the whole song and then hit play again. (laughs) So bad. But this song came from one of my dad's tapes in his old car and when I inherited that car, he gave me all of the tapes that went with it. And I listened to the song over and over and over to school, to work, anywhere. Um, this is from 1984. And most of my songs are actually going to be, I think the rest of them are all from the 80s. So 1984, here we go. I'm assuming you guys don't know this song. I don't. Or the artist. 
Yeah, it's the Psychedelic Furs, and the song is called Heaven. They're a band from England from the 80s um, when my dad was serving his mission, and he fell in love with them, brought them home, and I have listened to them ever since. So He's breaking the rules, listening to not mission-approved songs. Oh, for sure. I think in my text message with him, one of his songs in his top five, he's like, oh, yeah, for sure. We took this around and showed it to people. <laughs> Times were different. That's awesome. Did, yeah, I don't, I did not in the US? Oh, it's a different song, but um, it's actually in my top five. So I won't say what it is, but he took it to their zone conferences to, to pump up the missionaries. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to it in my honorable mentions. Uh, what was your question? What did you ask? get big in the u.s because i have never heard of them no they moved to the u.s because they thought they would be a huge hit and they weren't they had one song reach like the top 25 billboard um ghost in you by psychedelic furs but that's the only one that made it the band name rings a bell but i i would have to look up some of their music yeah go look them up top of my head i'm not sure they're that you're like stereotypical like 80s band with the leather jackets, the spiky hair, <laughs> maybe black eyeliner. It's pretty yeah. great. All right, I will go ahead and jump into my number three. My, no- my number three came out 1972. Sticking with the 70s here. That's actually really impressive to me. I was a little surprised when I looked at all the years. I was like, oh, wow. I guess I'm not as big of an 80s guy. I'm more of a 70s guy. So yeah, when I looked at that, I was like, I should have been born in the 60s so I could grow up with all of this stuff. Should have been a 60s guy. Oh. Yep, 19, what did I say, 1972. And it was really tough choosing this song over another one of their songs. And I'm sure you guys will know it when you hear it. Take it. The sound of your own wheels drive you crazy. Lighten up while you still can. Don't even try to understand. Just find a place to make your stand. Take it easy. Take it easy. Yeah, I <clears throat> totally know it. So you guys both shook your heads. I don't know it. I do All not right. know this either. Well, that is the Eagles. I, I thought it was going to be the Eagles. <laughs> yeah. So the song that I was really struggling to choose between was this one and Hotel California. In my mind, I'd have to ask people that lived in the 60s, but in my mind, this is probably their second most well-known song. Behind Hotel California. Behind Hotel California. But so yeah, what, what this, made you choose this one over Hotel California? This one... So the uh, the harmonies in it, so good. I don't know if you guys heard that. And it is, it's just chill. Like you listen to this, kind of like the song you had a couple by. Uh, like a couple of your songs, Quentin, have all been more chill songs. Yeah. Yeah, it's they just have. nice and chill and take it easy, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, this is one, I don't know. I can't remember exactly when I discovered it. And I'm not sure if it was my dad or just kind of being around other people that listen to oldies but yeah um this one right right up there with hotel california but i would take this one over hotel california it's just yeah like i said the harmonies the music the guitars in it so good i'll have to give it a listen because i really like hotel california yeah yeah go check this one out yeah all right I will jump into my number two. This is a song from 1981. I guarantee a thousand percent, almost every human being alive knows this song. Probably, I feel like it's one of the most popular songs from any period of time. Um, Hmm. Got an idea of what it is, but we'll see. Okay, this is a song that I just like I am down to listen to any day and it's it's pretty rare for me to say that so here we go
don't stop believing. That I, I was gonna I was gonna put some stupid thing in about you know I'm I'm just gonna believe that I know what it is. <laughs> something dumb. But this was the song I thought it was gonna be. I actually thought it was something else, but uh, what did you think it was? I thought it was gonna be like "Sweet Home Alabama." Oh, I love that song. It's a classic. Yeah, I love that. I, that song. was like the one that came to mind. Like everyone knows it. <laughs> but no, that everyone knows. Don't uh, don't stop believing as well. Yeah. There are actually quite a few songs from Journey that I struggled choosing yes. between. Don't Stop uh, Believing, Light. I had that problem. Yeah. It's, yeah. There's so many good songs by them. I we would may have had be hearing from Journey cool. again. <laughs> Very good. That's good because I really like Journey. And um, Quentin, you were there. Matt, I don't know if you were there, but Journey came and did the 4th of July at Stadium of Fire. I was there. I don't I mean, I've been there every year at your grandma's, so I must have. This was before Kenzie and I got married. So oh, I probably wasn't ago. then. Um, but anyways, was... yeah, so so good. I I'd listened to like a few Journey songs before then, and they they were good, but that concert just like shot them way up, which solidified them. Yeah, yes. I would have put them in my top five, but again, I didn't listen to them a ton. Yeah. up until that point so but i wish i could have so gone good. to a concert of theirs that would be amazing i had listened to them quite a bit but after that concert yeah you're right nate that was like okay these guys are a forever banned for me and that filipino he is incredible yeah and just in case anyone's confused like it's not the original journey obviously but it's the the lead singer sounded almost exactly like the lead singer like they've they've kept the band and they just i guess the other tryouts. the other uh band members were they the yeah it's the, okay. it's the lead singer okay but yeah he sounded so good so it's kind of like um bohemian rhapsody where they got an actor who sings almost exactly like freddie mercury yeah that was crazy oh uh, that'd be really cool but yeah i love journey my senior prom was faithfully by them and i was like oh my gosh i had such good memories do i choose that song and i'm like natalie's gonna listen to this nope choose don't stop believing <laughs> <laughs> caught red <Yeah>. hand <laughs> yep Oh boy. Well, that's a great one. We're going to move on to another classic. And I'm going to be honest, I cheated just a little bit. Um, it's past 1990s, isn't it? It's not past 1990s. It is actually 1975. But you'll see how I cheated. I see a little silhouette of a you can go on and on and on. Uh, I, I could listen to that for hours. Yep, I could listen to the whole thing right here. <laughs> so I tried to only do one Queen song, but Queen was just like, that's what I really grew up on. When I think of I yeah. mean, Beatles... Yes, and there are a lot of good Beatles songs. Beach Boys, also yes, a lot of good songs, but Queen was like the main one. And For anyone out there who didn't know what that was, that is what, Nate? Oh, I was like, what? That is Bohemian <laughs> Rhapsody. Gosh, that, Queen. that song. Now, so, go for it. I, I was just going to say, this is, I was telling Matt, I guess both you guys the other day, that um, your dad introduced this song to me, and I don't think I had heard queen up until that point i was probably like 10 it's tough to remember exactly how old i was i just imagine roger sitting quentin down and me like quentin this is queen (laughs) it was in the car and he turned it on and i was kind of like because the song is is weird and that's what makes it so great and i was like what the heck but i was like instantly intrigued holy smokes what is this song and i remember uncle roger being like you don't know this song (laughs) get out of my car (laughs) but no, I will forever be grateful to Uncle Roger for that because, yeah, that introduced me to all of Queen after that because I went and looked them up, listened to all their other mm-hmm. stuff. Yep. Yeah, this song. So I had a little like revelation because I definitely listened through a lot of Queen for this podcast and I listened to Bohemian Rhapsody and the weirdness of the song reminded me of um, the Gorillaz song that you guys like, Feel Good Inc. <laughs> yes. And I was okay. like, you know what? I can appreciate them liking that song or at least like Danny. He told me this song was so weird and that's why it hooked me. And I was like, eh, that's the same for Bohemian Rhapsody for me. 
Fair enough. Exactly. And the harmonies in it as well. Yeah. Wow. So even just trying to like pick a place when to start this song, because there's really four different sections. You've got the initial kind of slow paced. Yeah. And then the second, what it transitions into what I just played. And then the third is when it turns into that big kind of rock session. And yep. then the closing, a more s- slow, mellow. I'm like, I don't even know where to like find a place to play this song because there's four different songs in this. So it's it's interesting, Matt. Just off the top of your head, where would you have played your 15 second clip? Oh my gosh, probably in the third or the last section. I feel like it. Okay, because I would have done the first section, so oh, we're man. all kind of like was all over the of place. Doing the first two. But then I was like, but this part, but but this part. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's all so good. Yeah. Anyways, that is my good, number two. Good old good queen. Choice. I had I had to cheat. So see, I wouldn't say that's I wouldn't say that's cheating. Well, I, I guess I'm not not cheating, but I made my own criteria where I tried to just have one artist. But I yeah, couldn't but, do that uh, for queen. But... If you're gonna have two artists, it may as well be queen. Might as, right? might as well. Yep. All right. Well, my number two is from 1974. And you guys know this artist as well. Here we are with Queen again. Very good. <laughs> so that this was great. Killer the question Queen. question is, why that one over the others? Okay, so this one, I mentioned it. I'm a sucker for harmonies. I mean, just in that tiny clip I played, just the swinging of his voice, like, and then the harmonies that they do on Killer Queen, when they say Killer Queen, and oh, it's just, and it's, I don't know, it's it's hard to explain, but it sounds like, they're riding a bike while they're singing because it's just so smooth and you should have chosen bicycle race that's a good point i mean that one was up there but i'm so glad bohemian rhapsody rhapsody made it because killer queen um honestly it was between killer queen and um oh gosh i'm drawing a blank not we will rock you right no no um, a knight's tale we will rock you no I'm, man i'm drawing a blank on the song name hold on i just have to check this there were a bunch of queen songs that actually i might even have it right here um don't stop me now don't stop me now thank don't you stop me that's now. also another one that I, i've listened I to down. that like that's 10 times in the last 48 hours i think <laughs> so oh but yeah i i don't know why killer queen was the one that stood out to me most but like I said, okay. when, when Nate's dad introduced me to Queen in general, I just started, you know, I started with Bohemian Rhapsody and then I was like, okay, I actually have heard We Will Rock You and We Are the Champions. So I know those two. And then I found Killer Queen and Don't Stop Me Now. And I was like, wow, the harmonies, the range, this group is killer. Yep. They're Queen. killer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that, does that finish our number twos? That is it for our number twos. So we are going to go ahead and jump into our honorable mentions. And we mentioned that we are going to just play a clip from them. Um, um, we'll still probably say the year, but yeah, just a quick clip. We won't say much about them. So uh, Matt, you want to go ahead and kick us off with one of your honorable mentions? Yes. And I'm cheating because you just said we're not going to say a lot. I got to say something about this song fine i know so growing up my I dad allow it my dad gave each child a song time's like, up oh no <laughs> great story matt all and right i'll go ahead and just play my, my song now song. <laughs> he gave us each a song that we like loved and this was my song growing up the crew is certain, nothing left to chance all is working trying to relax up in the capsule send me up a drink jokes major talk okay i can't justify keep going because it it's oh, long but 
I am so, so glad that this is in there because I have to just say it now. I cut this out and it was oh. like, the, it was just out. I was like, oh, oh. isn't that such I, a I don't good know what song this is. Someone help, it's help called Major Tom Coming Home by Peter Schilling from oh. 1982. Okay, I will let you talk about this uh, <laughs> briefly. Yes. <laughs> so I could keep talking is what you're saying? Just a little bit. So my dad would play just, you know, lots and lots of songs. And the one that we reacted to the most, he would call our song. Mm. And it like, I remember as a kid walking up to that big binder of 300 CDs, flipping open right to the page. It was disc number 32 called Living in Oblivion. Super weird album cover and being like, yep, this is the one. <laughs> change the 32 put my song on we'd all stand on the couch and at four three two one we'd jump off um, it was so fun this song was childhood memories just flooding back for me so that is my first honorable mention uh this is my second honorable mention and i mentioned this to you guys before this gives me so much anxiety now but i loved it so much that i had to include it in this so this is from 19 also 1982 I tried to listen to this before our soccer games and I just I can't I get too riled up I'm like I'm so anxious <laughs> that was my so, pump up song for every so does soccer he game. say the thrill of the night fight of the night thrill of the fight uh which part are you talking about or does he change it throughout so it's the eye of the tiger it's the thrill, thrill of the, the fight I always I thought it was thrill of the fight yeah I think it's thrill of the it's fight it's the eye of the tiger it's the thrill of the fight okay yeah, that's yeah. good enough for me. But it was my pump-up song, and it makes me really anxious now. <laughs> oh, Everybody's pump-up song makes you anxious. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> well, there you go. Okay, my honorable mentions. Uh, number one, I'm actually, this really surprised me. It came out in 1990, cutting it kind of close. Yeah. But it was before I was born. This was my big time song in elementary. I thought it was a one-hit wonder, but it turns out he also sings Too Legit to Quit. So... You know who this is? Here we go. Love that song in junior or elementary school like a ton. <laughs> So, yeah. I feel like it did make a comeback at that point, or maybe it just never died out. <laughs> yeah. Possibly. I don't know. But okay, let me go to my other one. This honorable mention, I'm actually, I guess, glad that it's the one that Quentin mentioned or talked about, but it is the other song. So here we go. My honorable mention number two. classic there we go excellent song choice yep eagles love it all right my honorable mentions um the first one is from 1984 finally going back to the 80s and this one i can absolutely credit my dad with So yeah, that is from the cars and I'd have to ask my dad, it, maybe it's not his favorite group, but I think at one point it had to have been, but we grew up this song in particular by the cars. Um, it starts, you know, really intense. So strong. yeah, we, yeah, it's got a strong beginning. So we listened to that one a lot growing up. I was looking yeah. over your playlist. That's the only Cars song I recognize. I don't know oh, much of their other stuff, unless 
I do, and I just don't realize I, it's by I the I think card. you probably would, like my best friend's girlfriend. Oh, yeah, yeah, that, that's right. Yeah, okay, that's probably uh, the one that comes to mind for most people. Okay, the next one is from 1965, and this was the two-minute-long song, Matt, that... That I don't know. <laughs> oh, okay, good. Today... Love was such an easy game to play I need a place to hide away Oh, I believe in yesterday Why she had to go, I don't know So yeah, okay. that is <laughs> Yesterday I'm, by the Beatles. I'm laughing because how did I, that's the first song that got cut from my list for my honorable mentions i didn't realize it was only two minutes long <laughs> you should have got it they're all short yeah Dang. oh but if but you have yeah. not seen the movie yesterday and you like that song or the beatles in general or music in general i, I actually sang yesterday. this at a concert in high school too so wow um like, that's like why a, uh like sorry a talent uh, show no like a choir so we oh, did like wow. a choir version and it that's after that i was like this is the best Beatles song ever. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. With that, we are on to our number ones. I'm excited. Yep. Okay. And Let me kick uh, this one off. Yep. Nate, you want to go ahead and get us started? I'll kick it off because this song has actually already been mentioned. Our first overlap. I oh, boy. Know. So uh, this one was actually shown to me by none other than Quentin, the one who introduced me to this song. And I've actually got some fun facts with this song, but this one came out in 1984. One Night in Bangkok, again, this was your five, Quentin? Uh, yes. I am. I'm glad you put this on here, and I'm glad that you remember that I showed it to yes, you. Yes, because... you <laughs> showed it to me, and I became just obsessed with this song. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I Thank love you. this song. Yeah, I actually remember like we would listen to it a lot, and yeah, and we would talk about it. Oh yes, I'm so glad that you remember. That. I wasn't sure if you did, so I was like, I won't mention it. <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of <laughs> held off on saying much, so um, just so that I could save it for this. But here are some fun facts. So. Quentin, you mentioned this. The song was actually a concept album and then turned into a subsequent musical, Chess. This is the introduction, the introductory song to the um, part two of the album and the broad Broadway. And actually, the song was banned. So it's talking about um, Thailand, and the song was banned by Thailand's mass communications organization, because it says that the lyrics could cause misunderstandings about Thai society, and it shows disrespect towards Buddhism. Wow. Well, there you have it. And good thing we're not in Thailand. That's why it's a good song. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> no, and actually, while I was looking this up, I saw also, so at the start of the song, it talks about Yul Brenner. You guys know that actor? Yeah. 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 So he played in The King and I. He was oh. the king. And also... That was banned in Thailand. King and I was. Wow. The... Yeah, I know. I was like, huh, interesting. Okay. So, love the song. The chorus is sung by a different guy, I think a Swedish person, but Murray Head does the, and his voice, however weird and just one note it is the whole time, like it is just such a good song. It'd be interesting to see if this is like basically the first true rap song. I don't know. Yeah, because he was a rapper. A, rapper yeah you that don't nowadays. know if, you don't hear very many rap songs from the 80s yeah so hmm. anyways that is my number one some overlap but i think it's good enough to have a solid okay. i approve i i approve as well even though it wasn't on my list i will go next because this is my one cheat song mm. Mm. when did it come out it <clears throat> the band formed in the 70s okay <laughs> But this song came out in 1995. What? <laughs> I I don't know. I, don't I will know. not allow it. If you guys like the song, we'll keep it as my number one. If not, we can we can switch some things around. But here is my number one. 
Okay, come on. All ice, right. Ice Baby, such a good song. <laughs> what? <laughs> no. I will say, yes, I would definitely consider this kind of a that era. I mean, it's, it it's Queen, later. even though it came out in 1995, but Queen to me was always just old. I can, I can agree with that. We're going to let yeah. this one slide. But <gasps> if you remember from our pre-graduation, I think I had a song from like 1995 as well. That's California Love. Yeah, Matt, you're you're walking on thin ice. Yeah. Let hey, you know what? Again. That's like our fourth or fifth Queen song. I figured you guys would be okay with it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is actually that's one of Kenzie's favorite songs. Yeah, that one's good. And I have Underpack. I have written here because I figured you guys would ask me, oh, why this song? Other like over other Queen songs, and I have written, I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> it's just my favorite Queen song because of Fair David enough. Bowie. <laughs> I was going to say it's Queen and David Bowie, yes, but I don't know why. It's my favorite one, though. All right. Good. Well, we are on to the last number one. It is not overlap, although the artist has been played already. And it's pre-1990? <laughs> Absolutely. I always <laughs> obey the podcast rules. Sure. So this one is from 1978. Again, 70s. I should have been born in the 60s so I could live through the 70s. Uh, I want to keep it going. But so do I. We'll cut it there. So this Journey song, the reason it's number one is I, again, most of my songs were actually pretty chill. Surprisingly. Except yeah, again, for I was probably... just thinking, like, why this Journey song <laughs> over the other ones? But Yeah. And the main reason is this one actually always makes me, it makes me think of Anna and when we were, like, dating and getting engaged. Not because of that concert. It was actually before that. So I went to california where is she from san lives. francisco she's from the bay area just south of it okay um so her family grew up uh giants fans um so i went to california to ask her dad for permission to marry anna and you know spent kind of the week with her family and stuff and one of the things we did was we went to a giants baseball game i'm not a huge baseball fan but it's one of those things you know certain cities have their song kind of like that west virginia song that i told yeah. you about well, this one, um, I don't know, maybe it was the seventh inning stretch song, but they played this song and it was literally like sunset, uh, um, you know, so sunset at the giant stadium, right on the bay. And they play the song and the whole crowd is singing along. And I'm just like, oh my <laughs> gosh, life is good. <laughs> this is great. I have to marry this girl now. <laughs> So, yeah, it, it just reminds me of Anna. And then after that, you know, a few months later, we got engaged. And then we went to the Journey concert before we got married that Nate mentioned before. And so, yeah. Culminating experience right there. Yes. This song. It's basically where it, it's all about my new family's That's city. awesome. Because it, so. it is about uh, the Bay, right? Yeah. It's about San Francisco. That's what I thought. That's a really good song. So, yeah, what's, and again, what's the name nice of the song again? Sorry, it's called Lights, Lights. by Lights. Journey. So this has been good. I yeah. like I said, like I don't really listen to this to oldies music when I listen to music, but this is definitely kind of like opened my eyes to how much how, how good this music is. So I got to start listening to it. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, you guys should go check out my oldies playlist. There's still some that I'm missing. Just when I hear something, I'm like, oh, I got to add that. But yeah. yeah. It is. I do kind of rotate through certain eras of music, and when I listen to oldies, yeah, there's some great stuff. So I'm you glad had like the you 60s and the 70s mostly, right, Q? Yeah, I had um, 
one song from the 80s. I, I had an honorable mention from the 80s as well, but yep, four wow. from the 70s, one from 60s. Okay, so five of my seven were from the 80s. And then Nate's? Three of mine were from the 80s. One was the 60s, good old Beach oh, Boys. Yeah. Go. Well, yeah, we've got... Uh, so I guess thank you to our parents for introducing us to this great stuff. Creating and... cultured men. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hope more than anything, they're just proud, like good music, instead of like, how could you forget this song or this song? Because it's hard, okay? <laughs> I think Yeah, you guys have got it. Before anyone knocks us for our top five, you've got to try this. Because even when I was trying to do this with Anna, she I was telling Matt this the other day. She I was um, playing some of my songs for, for her. And she said, oh, that would for sure be in my top five. But she said that like 10 times. And I was like, <laughs> okay. Let's, let's... Math isn't adding up here. Yeah, That's a so top it, 10, Anna. It's tough. So yes, mom, I'm sorry that ABBA didn't make it. They were just outside. Dancing Same with Queen. Pet Shop Boys. Rip. Yep. I mean. I've got to apologize for no Beatles in mine. I know. I thought for sure I'd have a Beatles song in so here. So did I. Wow. Was I the only one? Yeah. I was cut. like. Penny Lane, Yesterday, Eleanor Rigby would have been Eleanor mine. Rigby, yep. Yeah. I mean, Hey Jude is like the classic one, but I feel like Eleanor Rigby was the one I just remember the most growing up. Anyway. So thank you, parents. We're sorry, parents, but yeah. Hope As always, proud. <laughs> yeah. As always, let us know what you would put as your top five, or just give us a few of your favorites, either from the artists we mentioned or um, from maybe some artists that we forgot didn't necessarily forget we just had to leave them out like acdc that we mentioned or abba satan um, <laughs> <laughs> but again before you knock these lists go try it it is the hardest thing you'll ever do yep today <laughs> <laughs> thanks again for listening guys and we will catch you next time